Well, hello one last time, and welcome to Grandpa Sheehan Stories, a limited series podcast. Well, this is the last actual story that I have that my dad told me. After this, I do have one more episode that will be uploaded, but that is really just for family. If you really want to listen to it, you'll hear me and my sisters fighting from back in 19, I think, 83. There's no date on that one, uh, but I'm going to upload it just so that my family has it. Uh, this is the last story, and what a way to end it, honestly, um, with a story of knights and horses and kingdoms and Sir Michael. So in this story, Mike has an experience where he goes back and he has to fight dragons and he has a horse. The horse ironically sounds like Sabby. We didn't have too many voices, <laughs> but it ends with a nice little twist where my sister Libby makes a small appearance in the story and my mom makes an appearance in real life. So listen till the end so that you can actually hear that. It's kind of funny, but this is the last story that I have that was recorded. This was recorded on August 30th, 1983, and this is Camelot. Enjoy. Okay, well, let's get this story underway here, okay? Okay. How about if we just leave the tape recorder like that? Is that a good place? What do you expect me to do? Hmm? What do you expect me to do? Hang it down here? Well, you're not being responsible with it again. That's not being careful to swing it out like that. Well, I know it's not going to fall because I was hanging on to it nice and tight. Like the rope? I wasn't hanging on to the rope that tight. I was just hanging on like nice and easy. It's okay. cool and fall. But that's, that's the kind of thing I was talking about. And you need to be careful with <coughs> stuff. It's really important. Really, really important to be careful with things, especially things that you don't want to get broken. Take good care of them. So, once upon a time, long ago and far away, when there were wolves and whales and the snow was much deeper than it is today, in a big old yellow house way up in the middle of the block, there lived a little boy and his name was... No, no, his name was, um, uh, um, Go Mike. Ahead. Michael. And one day, Mike was out in front playing in the grass. And he was doing handstands and walking on his hands and messing around. And when he was walking on his hands, he was thinking about stuff. And he remembered seeing a picture one time of a joker on a card and he the joker was standing on his hands and he had on a funny suit and he had funny looking shoes with pointed toes and bells on them he had a funny hat and he wondered about that and so he was out there standing on his hands and he was thinking i wonder if i'm a joker i wonder what a joker is <laughs> and uh just then, his dad came home, and he said, Hi, Dad, I got a question. He said, Dad, Dad. And his dad <laughs> said, What, what? 
And Mike said, Dad. His dad said, what? <laughs> and Mike said, Dad. And Mike's dad said, what? And Mike said, um, Dad, don't say what. And his dad said, I forget what I was going to ask you. And his dad said, you're going to ask me about the Joker. And Mike said, oh, yeah, that's right. He said, how'd you know? He says, I heard his story before. So Mike said, that's right. I think you're kind of weird, but that is what I was going to ask you. And uh, he said, what is the Joker? And his dad said, well, that's that card. That's the extra card in the deck. And Mike said, no, no, I mean the, the guy on the, the picture with the funny clothes on, the pointed shoes and the bells on his toes and the bells on his hat and all that stuff. Usually he'd stand on his hands or doing something like that. And his dad said, well, that's a good question. He said, but way back a long, long time ago in England, the king and all the lords had castles and they didn't have any radio or television. Matter of fact, they didn't even have books back in those days. All they had was funny papers. No, they didn't have any funny papers or anything. And they had people who could sing and people who could dance for entertainment. And they had people who could play music and stuff. But when they wanted to be happy, they didn't have any comedians. And they didn't have any cartoons. And they didn't have any stuff like that. What they had were some guys called jokers who would get out and clown around and dance around, do all kinds of weird stuff, and make them laugh. And so that's what the joker was. And Mike said, oh, okay, what other kind of stuff did they have? And Dad said, well, they had, uh, you know, the knights and they had, Mike said, the knights, you mean they had, it was nighttime all the time? And his dad said, no, you know better than that. They had knights that used to have swords, and they would wear armor, and they'd fight in battles, and they'd go out and keep the dragons away from the castle. And Mike said, oh, there weren't any dragons. His dad said, well, I don't know. Um, that's the way the stories go, that there were dragons that they had to fight. The dragons were fierce, great big things, almost like dinosaurs. They say that they breathed fire and they had big sharp claws and some of them had big wings. And Mike said, you mean like the thing on the Hobbit? His dad said, yeah, like that thing on the Hobbit, that big dragon. And the knights would go out and fight some of those guys. And so Mike said, God, that was kind of neat. His dad said, yeah. He said, I got to go in and talk to mom, okay? And Mike said, okay. And he went back out in the front yard. And he was doing some handstands again. And he was doing stuff like that. And he says, God, I don't want to be a joker. I want to be a knight. But knights don't have to do handstands. And so they don't have a lot of fun. So uh, he was up doing a handstand. He was walking on his hands. And he was walking along and walking along. And all of a sudden... He lost his balance, so he started falling over, and he was starting to twist, and he fell, and he went, oh, boom, bang, right down on the sidewalk. It didn't hurt, because it knocked him out, and he was laying on the sidewalk, knocked out. How far is 
anything else and knock the super person out. Well, he banged his head on the sidewalk. Why would he bang his head when his head came down first and sort of rolled? <laughs> exactly right. His head came down first and I had know. all his body on top of it. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You when, you're on when you're on a handstand and your head comes down, the back of it hits softly and you roll. I don't know. Roll down. Like I said, his dad was in the house, so I didn't see what happened. I'm just telling you the story. So neither did I. You were there. You were the one that fell down. I was. Not my fault. Not my fault. It's your fault. You fell down. Yeah, I'm telling the story. You want to hear the story? You want to argue? (laughs) I want to argue. (laughs) No, I want to hear the story. (laughs) Okay, so there was Mike laying down, knocked out on the ground, and. He didn't know anything. His head was spinning. As he started to wake up, he woke up, and he couldn't see straight. He looked up at the wall of the house, and it looked funny. It looked like it was made out of big stones or something. And he looked over at the tree, and it looked funny. He couldn't see it exactly. It looked like a great big tall tower of some sort to him. He looked out in the street, and he saw a car, and it didn't look like a car. It looked like a, he didn't know what it was. It looked like an old wagon of some sort. And he was looking around, and he started to shake his head, and he heard a ching, 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 ching. He said, oh, boy, I knocked my brains loose. Sounds like I got bells in my head. (laughs) And he started to get up, and he shook his feet, and they went tinkle, tinkle, tinkle. He thought, that's silly. I don't have looked down at his feet and he had on pointed shoes with little bells on them he thought this is ridiculous i've been dreaming or something here and he got up and he shook himself and went ching 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 ding 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 he looked at his clothes and they were funny looking red and white clothes with a bunch of checkered marks on them and little tassely things hanging around and he stood up he couldn't believe it what happened to his blue jeans and t-shirt he looked all around, and he looked up again at the tree, and it wasn't a tree. It was a tower. And he looked over the wall, and it wasn't a wall. It really was a big stone wall. He looked around, and he wasn't at his house. He was standing in front of a big castle. He thought, what am I doing here? Dressed up like a joker. I ain't no joker. Some joker has put me here is what happened. This is ridiculous. I must have gotten knocked out and somebody dressed me up and hauled me over here. What is going on? And just then, a couple of guys came out of the big door in the front of that wall. And they said, come on in, come on in. It's time. You're late. you got to get in here. And they grabbed him by both arms and hauled him in. He says, where am I going? What's going on here? He said, the king is waiting for you. The king is waiting for you. And they dragged him through the castle, and he didn't know what was happening. And they dragged him into a great big hall with a bunch of big banners hanging down from the ceiling and a whole bunch of people sitting around the edges of the hall and they were weird looking. They had on shiny suits of some sort. And Mike looked at them and all of a sudden he knew they were suits of armor. And way up at the front was kind of an old man sitting up on a big chair up on a platform. 
and they dragged him all the way across the floor up to the front of the room where that man was and they threw him down and the man said now joker entertain us and mike looked up and he said who are you talking to and one of the men that dragged him in said be quiet that's the king he wants you to entertain him and mike thought this is weird and all of a sudden one of the other guys kicked him right in the behind. He was laying on the floor, and he kicked him in the behind and said, You'd better entertain him or off with your head. And Mike thought, This is ridiculous, but I better go along with it. So he got up, and he stood there for a minute, and he said, uh, um, Watch this. And he stood on his hands. He walked around a little bit. And the king said, oh, that's very good. What else can you do? And Mike said, um, let's see, uh, I know a joke. Uh, did you hear the about the, uh, uh, let's see, the, uh, he couldn't remember any jokes. He thought, uh, I do card tricks. And the king said, card tricks. What, pray, is a card trick? And Mike said, you know about decks of cards that have kings and queens and jokers in them? <laughs> and the king looked at him. He said, no, I don't think you know about cards, do you? Uh, how about if I do another handstand? He did another handstand walked around a little bit on his hands. He fell over, and the king was not smiling. And the king was starting to frown at him. And Mike thought, uh-oh. I'm in a lot of trouble. I don't know what is going on here, but the king is not very happy, and I'm supposed to be entertaining him. What what can I do? And he thought, I know what I can do. And he remembered a song about his dog, Savvy, and he sang it. It was, he's a Yankee doodle, and all that stuff. And so he sang that, and he danced around a little bit and thought he was looking silly as he could look. But the king smiled a little bit and said, that's pretty good. And then Mike said, yeah, that's about my dog, Sabby. The king said, your dog, Sabby. And Mike said, yeah, I, in another life, someplace, I have a dog, and his name is Sebastian, and we call him Sabby, and he's a ball-playing dog, and he catches a frisbee, and he goes swimming in the swimming pool, and the king was starting to smile in his he said, Listen to this joker, he talks funny. And Mike could, could, could tell that the king didn't understand what he was saying. He was just talking. And then he said, and my dog, Savvy, talks kind of like this. He goes, ruff, 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 ruff. and the king started to grin then, and the king liked that. And so Mike thought, this is going to get him. So he said, yeah, my dog, Savvy, thinks he's a watchdog and he has a manual and the king started to frown a little bit because he didn't understand any of that <laughs> and like i better do the savvy thing again he said and the king started to grin and so mike said let's see um and then he thought well what would happen if savvy sang his own song and he said he went on through it like that and the king was just giggling and carrying on and having the best time and rolling around and Mike was dancing around singing the Savvy song like Savvy would sing it and 
King didn't understand, but he got tickled at it. And uh, when he got all through, the king was really happy, and everybody was laughing, and they were having a good time. And the king said, ah, that's very good, Joker, come here. So Mike came on up to where the king was, and the, the king said, you have pleased me well, Joker. You will be granted one wish. And Mike had been through that wish business before. He knew the trouble with making wishes and blowing it, and he didn't want to do that because he remembers a leprechaun he had once that gave him three wishes, and he blew all three of those suckers, and he wasn't going to do that again, especially when he was stuck in some monkey suit in some strange place and didn't know how he got there. So he said, well, uh, thank you, King. Uh, can I uh, think about the wish for a while and tell you later? And the king said, oh, yes, that would be fine. And so the king kind of waved at him, and Mike kind of bowed a little bit and backed away and uh, walked on out and went out in the uh, courtyard of the castle. And he thought, this is ridiculous. Here I am stuck in this castle as a joker of all things. And I don't know how I got here. And it's um, Boy, and then just then there was a bunch of horses with riders on them that came riding by. And Mike looked up and they were the knights. And the knights were on their horses with their armor, their swords and stuff like that. And Mike thought, God, I wonder where they're going. And they pulled up and stopped. And he kind of ran over and says, where are you guys going? And one big knight looked down at him and said, we're off to slay the dragon. Mike said, you've got to be kidding. Are there really dragons? And the knight said, of course. I slayed a dragon just yesteryear. And Mike said, you talk funny too, guy. And the knights rode off out the castle gate, and they closed the gate behind them. So Mike wandered around a little bit, and he watched some of the other people, and there were, there were people that took care of the food, and there were people that took care of cleaning up the street with all the horse poop in it, and there were people that took care of building stuff, and there were people that were, you know, took care of uh, horses and took care of the clothes and did all this kind of work. He thought, guy, being a joker isn't too bad a job at this place. I wouldn't want to be the guy that cleans the horse poop out of the streets. And I wouldn't want to be, I wouldn't mind being the king. That's not a bad job. But uh, I guess if, if you can't be the king and you don't want to be a joker anymore, I guess the best job here is being a knight. And he got to thinking, he said, if I was a knight, I'd have a horse and I could ride out of this place and figure out where in the world I am and get home. And, uh, That'd be a good deal. So he thought, that's what I'll tell the king. So he went back inside, and he went up to one of the guys there and said, I'd like to tell the king my wish. And so that guy wandered on up, and he whispered in the king's ear. And the king said, oh, yes, Joker, come here. And so Mike came on up, and uh, the king said, what is your wish? And Mike said, well, sir, um, I've decided... I would like to be a knight. And the king laughed, because Mike wasn't all that big. You know, he wasn't, uh, he wasn't grown up or anything. And uh, the king laughed and carried on. He says, oh, the joker, you, you, know, you make me laugh. You're very, very good as a joker. And Mike said, no, no, I'm serious. I want to be a knight. And the king said, 
small. It can't you can't be a knight. You're too small. And Mike said, "But you're the king, and you said I could have one wish. You're obviously a very powerful man. You can do anything you want, or can you?" And the king said, "Of course I can. I am the king. I can do anything I want." And Mike said, "Yes, and you gave me a wish." You said, I could have anything I want, and I want to be a knight. Now, are you going to be able to get, make me a knight king or not? And the king said, um, um, of course, I'm the king. I can do anything I want. And he stood up, and he reached down and picked up a sword. And Mike thought, uh-oh, I'm in a lot of trouble now. Here goes my head. And the king said, kneel before me. Mike thought, oh boy, and he kneeled down in front of the king, and the king raised his sword up, and Mike thought, here it comes, here it comes, they're going to chop off my head, all tinkly bells and everything, and the king didn't chop off his head, he brought the sword down on one shoulder, and then the next shoulder, and said, I hereby dub thee knight said, Rise, sir. Uh, and he said, What is your name? Mike said, uh, Michael. He said, Rise, sir Michael. And so Mike stood up, and everybody in the place applauded. And Mike turned around and bowed, and a couple of guys came over, and they beckoned to Mike and took him in the back room. And they said, well, we'll have to find a suit of armor to fit you. <laughs> and Mike said, well, I'm not sure I really need a suit of armor. I said, of course you do. You need a suit of armor and a sword and a horse. Mike said, yeah, horse. And okay, if i got to have all that other stuff, let's, let's get with it. Let's get going here. <laughs> so they went over to the pantry kind of thing, and they opened it up pulled out a sword, and it was a big sword. It was almost as big as Mike. And the man handed it to Mike, and Mike took it, and as soon as the man let go of it, it went down to the ground, and Mike was hanging onto it. It was like a barbell. It went clunk down on the ground. And Mike said, I can't carry this thing around. And he said, let me see in there. And he went over to the pantry, and he saw a, a dagger. It was a pretty big dagger. As a matter of fact, it was so big, it was almost a sword for Mike. Mike said, here, this will be my sword. And they got out a suit of armor, and they stood it up next to Mike. Mike stood there and looked at it, and he was looking at the kneecap. <laughs> and he said, I can't wear that. <laughs> and uh, they took that one back, and they looked around, found a smaller one, and brought it over. And Mike looked at that, and he was looking at the belly button on that one. And, I can't wear that. And he said, just a minute. And he went over into the armor thing and he found kind of a leather jacket shiny leather jacket and he says here this will be my armor and he put on the leather jacket and there were some leather pants that went with it and he put on the leather pants and they seemed to fit him and so he kind of looked like a motorcycle rider instead of a knight <laughs> but he looked a lot better to himself than he would wear a hunk of ar armor that he couldn't even see the top of <laughs> and so he strapped on his sword and he said there this is good and he started to walk away and went tinkle 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 and he said oh wait a minute i gotta get some <laughs> shoes 
And so they <laughs> tried to find some big metal boots for him. And he looked at the metal boots. He could stand with both feet in one of them. And this isn't any good. So he finally looked around. He found some sandals. He said, there, those are the, those are the boots that I want. And so he put on the sandals and strapped them. You know, they weren't the slip-on kind. They were the kind that you kind of tie on around your ankles. He had on his leather armor, and he had on his sword. And he said, all right, I'm ready. Where's my horse? And they said, ah, the horses are out back. And they went out, and Mike expected the horses to be big, and that didn't bother him any because he could get up on a big horse because he'd been horseback riding. And so they looked around, and he saw some. There were some brown ones and some tan ones and some kind of kind of black and white ones, and over on the side, there was a pure black horse. And Mike thought, that's a beautiful horse over there. And he said, how about that horse? And one of the men there said, ah, you have a good taste in horse flesh. That is a thoroughbred. Mike said, I'll take that one. And they said, okay. And they got a saddle on the horse and Mike went over and patted him on his nose and said what's this horse's name and the man said that horse doesn't have a name that's that horse has never belonged to anybody but the king it's there for new knights and so you'll be the first owner of that horse and you can name him yourself and so Mike said well um um, uh, hmm, let's see, uh, let me think, uh, and then said, what's the matter? Why, what, what's, why can't you give him a name? And Mike said, well, the only name that keeps coming to my mind is the name of my dog, and I don't really want to call him Savvy. <laughs> and, uh, he said, Savvy. And the horse looked over at him and said, <laughs> and Mike said, does he always make that funny noise? And the man wasn't paying any attention to him. And so he looked over at the horse and he said, You're going to be making a funny noise like that all the time that I'm riding you? And the horse said, I'm like, Sheffy, I don't want to fight you. I'm like, This is ridiculous. I got a horse that talks like my dog. And he said, Where'd you learn to talk? And the horse said, Where'd you get that funny suit armor? And Mike said, never mind that. Are you going to be a good horse? And the horse said, you don't call me Sappy. I'll be an okay horse. And Mike said, well, what do you want me to call you? And the horse said, how about call me by my name? And Mike said, well, they told me you didn't have a name. And the horse said, well, I didn't know that, you know, they know everything. I know some stuff. They never asked me what my name was. I could told them what my name was if they'd asked me, but they never asked me. And so Mike said, okay, well, I'm asking you, what is your name? And the horse said, oh, I forgot. I <laughs> <laughs> said, that's ridiculous. How could you forget? Said, well, nobody ever called me by my name, so there's no way for me to remember. I don't write it down or nothing. What are you talking about? And Mike said, how about if I just call you horse? And the horse looked at him and said, Where's a silly name? I don't want to be called a horse. Mike said, yeah, but you are a horse. And I called my dog, Dog, for a while, so we started calling him Bog. So I could call you Morse. 
You can be Morris the horse. <laughs> and the horse says, oh, Morris the horse. That's not bad. I kind of like that. Okay, I'll be Morris the horse. And Mike said, okay, we through with this so I can go for a horseback ride? Did you mean a horseback ride? He said, yeah, a horseback ride. That's right. Okay, let's go. And so he went over to the side and he put his foot in the stirrup and he climbed up on the horse. And old Morris, the horse, looked up at him and said, Now you be nice to me. Don't you be kicking me in the sides or nothing. And Mike said, This is ridiculous. How do I get in this place anyway? <coughs> said, okay, I'll be nice, but you be nice too. Don't buck me off. And for heaven's sake, don't scratch your bottom on a telephone pole. <laughs> and Morris said, That's ridiculous. I never scratched my bottom on anything except tree trunks. Mike said, I'm in for a lot of trouble. So he said, okay, I'm off. And he waved goodbye to the men. And and he galloped off. And they opened the drawbridge. And the man on the tower said, ahoy, Sir Michael. And Michael said, ahoy yourself. What do you think this is, a sailboat? And they opened the gate. And Mike roared out the gate and outside the castle galloping along on Morris the horse. And so he was galloping along in the woods for a while and he thought, this is fun. You know, this is really a lot of fun. And Morris said, yeah, this isn't too bad. I don't mind this too bad. It's starting to sound like Sadie. <laughs> well, he didn't know a whole lot, you know. Sir Michael sounded a lot like Mike, too, when you get right down to it. Anyway. Um, so he was galloping along, and Morris looked up at him and said, Hey, boss, where are we going? <laughs> and Mike said, Well, uh, how about if we go uh, kill a dragon or two? And Morris went, A dragon? What are you? And he stopped dead, and Mike fell over his head and onto the ground and went rolling. And Morris stood there just shaking to me the man. He said, you gonna kill a dragon? What are you? What kind of critter are you anyway? Killing a dragon? What's a dragon? <laughs> and Mike said, "I can see I'm in for a lot of trouble with you, but I am experienced because I used to have a dog a lot like you. Remember, I still do someplace." And uh, Morse said, "Was just sitting there shaking." And Mike went over and patted him on his nose. He says, "There, there, Morse the horse. Take it easy. Let me explain a couple things to you." And uh, Morris said, okay, explain a couple of things to me. Which one are you going to explain to me first? <laughs> I said, I think I will start at the beginning and explain the first thing to you first. Morris thought about that for me. He that sounds pretty good. What is this a good idea? How did you think of that? So Mike said, first of all, you got to remember that this is there's something weird here. I don't know how you got here, and I don't know how I got here, but I'm Sir Michael the Knight. And it's a heck of a lot better than being a joker and having to stand on my head. And you are Morse the horse, and you are my horse. And until I can figure a way to get back to my front yard, you and I are going to have at least to have some fun. And we're going to make a make a go of this. I don't want to be scraping dog poop out of the street, so we're going to do a good job of being a knight. Dog here. poop? <laughs> or horse poop. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want to scrape dog poop either. Uh, Morse poop. And so uh, he said, and so we're going to do a good job of that. And the only thing I know about being a knight is you go out and you hunt. 
Okay. Okay. <laughs> we might have missed a little bit on the backside. Mm. So oh, wait, wait, oh. what? What Sir Michael was saying is that we're going to go out and we're going to kill us a dragon or two, and while we're doing that, we're going to be looking for a way out of this thing. So you just stay with me, kid, and uh, we'll be okay. And so Morse, the horse said, "Okay, we'll, we'll do that, and I'll do my best." <laughs> And so Mike climbed back up on the horse, and he did look pretty good up there. That jet black horse, and Mike up on the horse in his black leather outfit with a sword strapped to his side. Looked pretty sharp, boy, and he was galloping through the woods. And it was a nice day, boy, and the sun was out, but it was still kind of cool and felt good, and Mike was having a good time. He was galloping along, and all of a sudden, he heard, Meow. And he looked down at Morse and said, Morse, I don't want you to be making noise while you're galloping, okay? I'll take care of the noise part. And Morse said, I didn't make no noise. What are you talking about? And Mike said, I heard you. Just stop doing that. And Mike heard, Meow. And Mike said, did you just say that? And Morse said, no, I didn't say nothing. I just doing the galloper and you was doing the noisemaker, you said. And so Mike said, I think we better stop. And he said, whoa. And Moore said, I know what that means. That means uh, go fast. No, no. What, what does that mean, boss? And Mike said, okay, whoa means to stop and giddy up means to go. And Moore said, okay. I think I got that in uh, the horse's manual in my back pocket, but I'm not going to look at it right now. And, and so he pulled up and stopped, and Mike stopped and listened. Pulled up and stopped. And, uh, what is, where is he in the car? <laughs> pulled over to the curb and parked. <laughs> and so Mike stopped there and listened. And, he went, and Mike said, sounds like that's coming from over there. He said, come on, Morse, giddy up. Morse said, okay, Morse, and they galloped off to the side. And as they galloped through the woods, they started to come to the edge of the woods, and Mike slowed down a little bit, and he looked out, and he could see a little bitty house right up against the side of the hill. And he looked over there, and he listened, and he heard it even stronger. So he galloped on down to the house and got down there and he swung off the horse. And Morris said, okay, I'll see you later, boss. And Mike said, no, you won't. You're going to stay right here. And he said, oh, okay. And so he walked over to the house and he kind of peeked in the window. And he couldn't believe his eyes. Inside that house, he saw a girl that was tied to a chair. And she was screaming for help, saying, help, help. And so Mike went over to the front door, and he tried to open it, but it was locked. He looked around, and he didn't know what to do. And all of a sudden, he remembered his sword. So he pulled out his sword, and he kind of used it as a crowbar and pried on the door, and pop, he popped it open, and he walked in the house, standing there with his sword, and he saw the girl. And she said, Oh, thank goodness you've come to save me. And Mike said, well, I really, okay, I didn't really come to save you. I came to find out who was yelling, but I figured it was you, and uh, 
How'd you get tied up like this? And as he was saying that, Mike walked over with his sword and he started cutting on the ropes and he cut the ropes uh, free. And just then, he heard a noise behind him. Before the girl could even answer his question, he turned around and he saw two big green eyes and some steam and smoke over on one side of the house. As he looked a little more carefully, he could see that the house that was set up against the hill was actually right up against a cave. And these eyes were in the cave. And he looked over there, and the girl said, Oh, no! It's the dragon! And Mike said, Oh, my God. Here we go. <laughs> I don't know how I got here, but all of a sudden, I really got a real dragon. And that sucker looks mean. And uh, he looked over there, and sure enough, it was a dragon starting to come out of the cave. And Mike said, uh, Listen, uh, tell me something. Does the dragon talk? Does he talk funny? And the girl said, I don't know. He just hide me up. And Mike said, oh, okay, well. He said, you go over and stand in the corner, and I'll be with you in a minute. And he still had his sword in his hand. And he went over to where the dragon was. And the dragon was kind of going. kind of blowing smoke and making noise and Mike looked at him right in his green eye and said um okay let's get this all worked out real straight okay you're the dragon and I am Sir Michael and this is my magic sword and he got to thinking about that and he thought said, and you'll notice that I'm not dressed like the other knights because I'm a magic knight and I can do anything I want. If I want, I can turn you into a mouse or I can chop you right down the middle or I can have you blow up like dynamite. I didn't know what dynamite, like lightning. <laughs> and the dragon looked at him and started going <laughs> and Mike thought he's not buying this I don't think he's not going to believe this and he said um, so I'll tell you what I'll do since this is your first offense the first time you've ever done anything that I know of I'm going to let you off easy if you'll turn around and go back in the cave where you came from, I won't turn you into a mouse. And you got to promise to leave that girl alone. And Mike thought, that'll be neat. If he does that, then I won't have to fight this big guy. Cause I don't think I can beat him anyway because he's way too big. And all I got is this little sword and a leather suit. And I don't think he bought this magic stuff at all. the dragon looked at him with his green eyes and was still making funny noises and Mike was standing there and all of a sudden the dragon leaped out all into the room and Mike jumped back and he thought he didn't buy that at all this is a 
whatever's happening here is not working good. And just then, the door burst open, and Morse the horse came and said, What's going on here? I heard a bunch of noise. And he saw this dragon. He said, Never mind. I'm sorry I asked. And he turned around and ran back out. And Mike said, wait a minute, come back here, Morse. And Morse peeked in and said, you sure you want to be in here? I don't think I belong in here. You've got another horse. That's fine. I'll see you at the castle. <laughs> and Mike said, no, 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 you stay right there. And the dragon was coming after him, and Mike was backing away from him. And he was trying to back away to lead the dragon away from the girl and away from the front door. And he got, her, got kind of away, and he told the girl, he says, Get on, get on Morse. Get on there. I'll be with you in a minute. So the girl ran over and climbed on Morse the horse. Morse said, hi, sweetie, how you doing? <laughs> and uh, just then the dragon with his big claw swung out at Mike, and it seemed like it was a whole ten-story building coming at him. It wasn't quite that big, but... And Mike thought, oh, boy, here it goes. I'm either having a nightmare or this is the end of Sir Michael forever. And he didn't know what to do because the claw was coming down on him as fast as it could. And the only thing he could do was to get his sword up, and he held his sword up. And as soon as the dragon's claw touched the sword, the dragon went poof. And the only thing in the room was a little mouse with green eyes looking up at Michael and Michael thought um, this is a weird thing happening to me and I don't understand what's <laughs> going on but I think I'm gonna I don't want no dragons back either uh, something's funny I got a magic sword and I didn't know it and I um, I don't know what's going on but uh, there goes that mouse and I don't care too much for mice either come think of it and so he swung his sword at the mouse again, and the mouse jumped up and ran back in the cave. And the girl was watching him all this time. And she said, Oh, my brave knight, how wonderful you are. And Mike said, Oh, forget that stuff. Let's get out of here. And so he ran over and jumped on Morris and said, you couldn't, I couldn't have said it better myself. Boss. I for the hills. <laughs> Mike said, Forget the hills. Let's get back to the castle. And so... Mike, with the girl up on the saddle, and on top of Morse, the horse went galloping back to the castle. And they galloped in through the front door. And front door? The front gate, yeah. And the drawbridge, Dad. Yeah, as they came through there, whatever that thing was, uh, the people started to cheer. i got to lay down my arms. Must the people started to cheer. And Mike couldn't figure out what was going on. And just then the king came out, and the girl jumped off the horse and ran over to him. And the king said, my daughter, and gave her a big hug. And the girl was the king's daughter. She was the princess. And Mike and Morris were kind of hanging around there, and uh, the girl was talking to her dad. Her dad came over and said, so you are the magic knight. Michael the magic knight. Michael knight. No, no. Uh, <laughs> uh, Michael magic. No, Michael knight. That sounds good. And 
that's your horse and you have a magic sword and you will be the new prince in my kingdom because you will marry my daughter and mike said wait a minute i ain't getting <laughs> married to nobody's daughter for a while i gotta finish fourth grade first and uh, maybe a couple other grades besides that and then the king said but come into my castle and so they walked on into the big room and they had a big party in there and michael and his horse were the heroes of the castle morris the horse, the horse. <laughs> and morris was having a good time with that because he went on to the stable and all the horses in the stable saw him come in and they'd heard about it and morris was talking to the other horses because they could talk to him anyway even though nobody else could understand them. and he was saying yep i was morris the horse and i showed that little rut how to take care of that dragon and i rescued that girl and i took care of the whole thing and i am really a hero and i let him take the credit for it but it's really me and so he was having a good time in there and it started to get dark and mike went out to make sure that morse the horse was okay and morse was he was doing good and morse said where are you staying tonight son and mike said well uh, you know i don't really know you're the, really the only friend i got i don't dare go back in the castle because the princess is trying to kiss me and i don't want that to happen and the king wants me to marry her and everybody else is patting me on the back and making me seem like a hero and i don't like that so much so how about if i stay here with you and morse the horse said well uh okay. <laughs> i remember how to talk I, it's okay with me uh and so mike we kind of laid down in the hay and he laid down there and he didn't realize how tired he was after doing all that stuff and he started to go to sleep and all of a sudden morse the horse was over licking his face and he said get away from me morris get away he said, what's the matter you doesn't like to be licked and mike said no i don't like that i don't mind being licked by some people but i don't want to be licked by any horse what are you doing and he said what do you mean horse i'm pretty big but i ain't no horse <laughs> and mike looked up and he said you are a horse you're 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 savvy and mike said savvy how'd you get here and Sammy said, what do you mean, how do I, I live here? I've lived here all my life, ever since the 4th of July one time, I think it was, or was it, whatever that is. <laughs> and Mike looked at Sabby, and sure enough, it was Sabby. So he sat up, he looked around, and the big, tall tree in his front yard was there, and the rest of his house was there, and he was back in his front yard again with Sabby licking his face. And Libby was standing there with Sabby on the leash, saying, Well, I don't know what he's doing there. Uh, well, who cares? I'm well, brat. I'm going to take my dog for a walk. Heck with you. And Mike said, Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Where's the horse? And Sabby said, What are you talking about a horse? You crazy kid. And Mike looked down, and he was back in his blue jeans and T-shirt, and he was laying on the front sidewalk in his front yard. And apparently he had been knocked out and had had the craziest dream in his entire life. And so he said, I think I'm going to go um, in and get a drink of water and uh, see you guys later. 
And so that's what he did. And that is the end of the story. Just in time, because Princess Leia showed up. Say, say, say something for the folks at home, Princess Good night, Michael. It's 12.30 in the morning. Mm -hmm. Oh, we forgot to say what day it was. What day was it yesterday when we started this? <laughs> August the 30th. It's now August 31st. What year? 1983. Okay. And Michael should be asleep. Okay, and he's going to sleep right now. I didn't realize it was 12.30. Good night.